You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode features audio from a session of the latest PodPros quarterly event. To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 206. And now please enjoy today's episode. I've never really understood about gaming as someone who's not a gamer, this concept of cheat codes. Where does the satisfaction come in in succeeding in a game where all the way through you had access to cheat codes that gave you more strength and more speed or unlocked particular parts of the game that could earn you more points? I just did not get it until... I came across a research paper by Improved Podcast where over 1,076 podcasters were surveyed and there was a particular section that blew my mind. It highlighted three things that high-income earning podcasters defined as making over $50,000 a year are doing that lower-earning income podcasters are not. And in that moment, I got it. I got the satisfaction that comes from having the cheat code because with this particular cheat code, we now know the exact three things that we need to focus on, the three particular marketing tactics that are actually going to make an outsized difference in growing our shows and becoming those higher income earning podcasters. How cool is that? And do you want to know the even greater news? These marketing tactics aren't some of the things that we obsess about all the time. Things like posting on social media every day or being consistent with podcasting every single week or having a catchy podcast name. Nope. These are tactics that are going to move the dial for you. So let's get into what they are and how you can action them quickly and easily. Number one, having a website for your show. This was the top marketing differentiator between higher income podcasters and lower ones. Yep, by an average rating difference of 2.2, having a podcast website was the biggest differentiator in marketing strategy between the two groups. And there are a few reasons why this is. The first, of course, is discoverability. If you didn't know, Google wants to prioritize podcasts, but their technology isn't quite too as sophisticated yet that it can trawl through audio. So it still needs the words. And of course, the words come from a website that is dedicated to your podcast. Now, the second reason is it's more, this is more of a mindset thing, uh, but people who have a show website and are intentional and deliberate with it just care. They just care more about growing their podcast, right? It's like with anything, you show intention through actions. So those who put the time in to take the action to have a podcast website and create and maintain it thoughtfully will just by default have a more successful podcast because fundamentally they care. So do you need a podcast website? Yes, the statistics tell us overwhelmingly that you need one. And so this is your action plan for setting one up. 
All right, you ready? So step one, choose a website provider. So there are a ton of options here. You could have, you know, if you're already hosting on something like WordPress or Wix or, or Squarespace, cool. You can totally leverage that. One that I found um, that works really, really well is a, a software platform called PodPage. PodPage is specifically designed for podcasters. So it makes it really easy. Um, how it sets up is they actually use your RSS feed and they actually uh, put in your description or your show notes. And that automatically populates your show's website page, uh, website for you. Okay. So PodPage, super easy, super affordable. You can go check them out or uh, you can just use your hosting platform's you know, whether it's Podbean or Captivate or Buzzsprout or anything else, they generally have all have an option to create a website for your show. So that's also another option. If you're already paying for hosting platform, you can always start there, right? So that's the first one, choose a website provider. The second step now is to actually create and edit your show notes. Uh, Using a tool like Capture will save you so much time, so much time. Literally in under 10 minutes, you will have your show notes drafted for your podcast website. And I let me go through how Capture does it. Or, and even if you didn't want to use Capture, then this is how you should think about your show notes. So the first thing is that you want to create some kind of hook. How do you draw people in to want to actually even read the rest of what your show notes say and therefore listen to your episode, right? So the first paragraph should be a hook, ideally optimized for SEO, for, for keywords. Um, but that's, and that's something I'm going to be talking about, hint. Uh, but you know, but parking that, uh, then you want to put your, your, embed your player. And then under that, you want to go into, if you have guests into their bio, uh, maybe a bit of a summary of the story. And what are the three key things that your listener is actually going to get from listening to your podcast episode? Uh, so that's a great way to actually structure your show notes. And under that, of course, you want to be able to leave all the links, uh, all of the resources that you mentioned and any specific call to actions that you want your listener to take. Now, bonus. So step three, I'm going to give you the bonus tips uh, above and beyond just the basic show notes. One is that Google loves more words. So if you can actually, so what we do with Capture is we actually put our chapter summaries in um, as part of the show notes. Uh, and also we've been experimenting with actually putting our full transcript into a box that makes it really um, easy and uh, it looks nice when, when it, you know, cause it's, it's kind of, it's not just a, a slab of transcript text. It's like, it's actually contained its own box like that is um, scrollable itself. So definitely play around with that. Uh, we try to use as much rich media as possible. So we're talking images, we're talking YouTube videos, like how can you actually enrich your show notes with even more resources? Because again, this is actually, you're actually optimizing for SEO. Um, and as I said, as I mentioned, include all of your links um, and include past episodes that uh, kind of, if your audience liked this particular episode, what other episodes might they like? Okay. So that's, those are some bonus tips that you should be including in your show notes. Uh, so that's your three steps. First of all, find yourself a website provider for your, for your, for your podcast. Second is create and edit your show notes. And I gave you a pretty simple structure to follow. And the third one for bonus points, these are optional, but highly recommended, uh, all the, the tidbits that I shared with you. Okay. So the, those are the three steps to get a website for your show set up. Cool. Okay, let's now get into marketing tactic number two. 
So this is now the second highest rated uh, marketing tactic that differentiated high earning income podcasters to lower ones. And this is keyword research. As podcasters, we are content creators, right? Which means that keyword research and SEO is something that we need to master, especially if we want to grow our podcast shows organically. And the approach that I've taken given this research is how is it that as podcasters and content creators first, how can we use keyword research to drive discoverability as much as possible without it driving our creative process. So this is your three-step action plan to repurpose your podcast content into a blog post to rank on Google based on keyword research. Okay, you ready? So step one is record your podcast as per usual. Now, the reason why this is really important is because I know that if you kind of have been nerding out on keyword research like I have, then what the gurus will tell you is that's where you start. Okay. You start with your keyword research and then you find your topic and then you create your podcast episode based on that. But that's not really, as a podcaster, I know how unrealistic that is. One, as I mentioned, you're a creator, right? So you don't want to be governed by what it is that Google, these, these uh, keyword tools are telling you is ranking because you're like, well, what if that doesn't work for you? What if that that doesn't work for your audience. So that's one reason why I'm like, I know that that's not practical to follow that advice. And the second reason why it's not is because a lot of us have guests on our podcast and we're not going to be able to tell a guest to be like, hey, I searched this keyword and I think that this has to be the topic that you, I mean, we could depending on how, uh, how our relationships are with our guests, but a lot of times guests come on and they are sharing their own expertise. So it's very, very hard for us to control that upfront. So I know how impractical it is to start from a keyword research point of view, which me, which is why I am I'm very pragmatic in my approach and I have taken the approach of record your podcast as per usual first. And then what we're going to do is we're then going to determine our angle and do our keyword research off the back of that. So how we're going to do that is, as we know, whenever we go to Google, it's generally to ask it a question, right? We want an answer to a question that we have. And so what you're going to do is, based on your episode, identify the top three, maybe five questions that were answered in that podcast. Put those questions through a keyword research tool. So for example, I use Moz, um, I've used Key Search. It could be literally any keyword tool uh, that you can use. So put all of those questions in there and see which one ranks the best. And then what you can do is you use that question then and make that the main topic for your blog post that you're actually going to repurpose your podcast episode two. Um, again, so how I think about this is answer, you know, the blog post has an introduction and then the first sub, first heading that I have in my blog post is why is, and then insert your question, important. So let me give you an example. I did a uh, podcast on key, on keyword research, actually, and one of the questions that we that I answered on that episode was, is keyword research for podcasts important, right? That was one of the, um, the, the topics, the questions that I answered. And so I put that in and we actually validated it through, I used Key Search, the, a platform for this, and I actually found that there was more volume for a, um, the, a long-tail keyword keyword, which is why keyword research is important for your podcast. Now, the great thing about this is because it actually is super targeted to my niche, to the people that I'm talking to. Uh, and so what 
so basically that's what I'm going to create my blog post about. I'm going to have a section in my blog post that answers that question. So why keyword research is important for your podcast. And then I'm going to go into the three distinct steps that I talk about in my podcast episode. I'm just going to repurpose that into a blog post. Um, so that is the three steps to how to actually use keyword search to your advantage without having to change necessarily change your whole podcasting process. Does that make sense? So that was marketing tactic number two. Uh, so do you have your action plan? right? I just laid it out for you. Okay, cool. So let's get into marketing tactic number three, which is your email list. Let me tell you a little bit about emailing. Okay. So for a little while, we have been struggling with our email autoresponder and that's well, that's what we call the service that actually sends out your scheduled emails. And I won't name any names, but um, let's just say that we were struggling to get the thing to even work, to actually send the email out. We were finding that it was either not emailing anyone or it was just like randomly emailing some people. It just made no sense. Uh, it was just not, but it wasn't doing the thing that we wanted to do, which was to email all the people that we wanted it to. So it was a bit of a nightmare. So there was this period of time when we thought that we were emailing out our episode promo email only to find out that, in fact, it was not going out. We were not emailing anyone. And so after hours and hours of spending time with that particular autoresponder service team, we finally got the thing to work and we emailed out our podcast promo email. And I was shocked. I was shocked when I logged into our podcast hosting platforms to have a look at the analytics the next day that we had doubled the number of downloads that we usually get doubled just from fixing our email system. So if you have been sitting on the fence about emailing your list about your podcast, or if you have been procrastinating about sending an email out to your list about it, or you know you have to, you want to, but you just don't have time to, then this is your sign. Your email list is going to help you grow your show. So let's get into the three-step action plan to promote your podcast to your email list. So number one is start to build a list. I know a lot of podcasters that I've spoken to are like, they don't have a list. They don't, they never saw the need for one. And I'm telling you right now, you need one. All right. So whatever, if you're looking to monetize through sponsorships, if you're looking to monetize through your coaching program or a service that you provide, you need an email list. And you can go and search for one, um, search for, sorry, how to build an email list, but you know, lead magnets are a no brainer that should be an always on, but my favorite form is collaborations. So how can you, in the same way that you collaborate with people to grow your podcast show to get more listeners, how can you collaborate with people, with those that also have your audience to actually grow your list? All right. So step one is start building your list. Step two is to then create your emails. Now the structure that I think about is hook story offer, something that I learned from one of our mentors, Russell Brunson. Um, so your hook is essentially your email subject line. It has to be something that makes people want to click on it and open your email. Your story then is kind of the first part of your email. And what I like to do is I don't use the necessarily the same story for my that I told on my podcast episode, I actually use a different story, a story, a different story that actually starts going into how did the the um, the learnings that I'm talking about, how did I get to the point of even thinking that it was an important thing to learn, right? Uh, to try to figure out. So that's kind of generally how I think about the story. And then your offer is essentially go and listen. That's your call to action. Listen to the podcast episode. 
So that's step number two is to create your emails. Um, and step number three is to use an autoresponder software um, like Aweber has a great one and they're, they're really, really targeting and honing in on podcasters. Um, but it could be any others like MailChimp, um, Entreport, you know, really any email autoresponder should do what you want it to do unless it's the one that we used, which... Again, I won't mention. All right, so there you go. Those are the three tactics that high-income podcasters attribute to their success. One, have a website for your show. Two, keyword research. And three, email list. And the best thing is that now you can do them too, simply and easily by following the action plan that I laid out for you for each of those marketing tactics. And you can action all three of these tactics in 30 minutes by leveraging the tools that I mentioned. So Capshow will literally help you with all three of those. It'll create your show notes. It will create your blog post based on the process I, I actually laid out for you. It will create your promotional email copy. Like it will do all of that for you. You can use PodPage or your podcast hosting platform for your website. You can use KeySearch, Moz or any other SEO tool for your keyword searching and Aweber, MailChimp, uh, literally any email autoresponder for uh, to send out your emails every time that you want to promote your podcast. That's it. That's it. Thanks for hanging out with me. And I cannot wait to see your high income podcasting success. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 206. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.